Hey friends, welcome back to the Faith and Finance podcast. This is episode number 16 with Kyle Depius. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Hildebrand. And again, this is the Faith and Finance podcast. I'm so excited you have decided to join me again today. And if this is your first time listening, welcome to the family. It is so exciting that you are here. I truly do not take it lightly that you want to listen to the podcast or are even interested in listening. And so I really appreciate that. And you guys are awesome. I have had a crazy summer, which is why I haven't really done some episodes, but I am ready to get back into the game and to share content and stories with you guys, because that is what this podcast is about. So before I talk, you know, for 500 years, because literally this episode was just so good. Seriously, we talk about so much from seasons of rest to paying off a ton of debt. This guy, Kyle, and his wife Lois paid off a ton of debt. And you'll hear that toward the very beginning of the episode. And he also talks about finding balance in life and how all of these things are holistic together. He also shares a really cool hack about social security that you will want to listen to and it's toward the end so please make sure you listen to the whole episode he shares some really great nuggets even at the very end I wanted to share essentially his whole bio but literally he does such a great job of telling us about himself I am not kidding when I say this has been one of my favorite interviews thus far and it just seems to be getting better and better so I'm like yes this is awesome you guys will literally love 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 this episode so without further ado here it is but first actually plot twist here's a word from our sponsor hey Kyle welcome to the faith and finance podcast hi Adrian how are you I'm good how are you doing very good yeah I'm excited to I'm excited to talk with you today I'm really excited you're here. So I know that you have a really cool story and I want my audience to hear your story. And so I initially found you because I, you know, the, the debt-free community is kind of like its own cult. I'm just kidding. It's not, but it kind of, you know, we're just a community. And so I found you through, um, I think, well, I don't know if I found you actually on Dave Ramsey's Instagram page or something but I saw that you had done a debt-free screen and it was a significant amount of money so if you want to talk a little bit about that and then tell us about yourself and your money story sure yeah so um, we had gone down to Nashville to visit Dave Ramsey and do our whole screen uh, hold that free screen on the show and uh, it's my wife uh, Lois my son Cal who is two and a half and uh, it was kind of our celebration for uh paying off our debt and i can kind of go into that as well so we had um 380 just under three hundred eighty thousand dollars that we paid off in about 38 months and i can break that down 15 of which was a car ninety thousand was a condo 275 was our primary mortgage so 100 percent completely debt free we ended up selling uh the condo probably about a year into it because well, for various reasons, it just wasn't a part of our long-term plan. We were not making any money on it. So we just kind of said, you know, we're done with this. Let's just, let's just get it out. But 
we had uh, plowed our way through the rest of it. And uh, yeah, it took us a little bit over three years. A lot of it, a lot of stuff happened in between, which I'm happy to get into. But that's, that's kind of the story uh, from a very high level. First of all, even though you sold the condo, that's still an incredible <laughs> amount of money to yeah. pay off. I mean, yeah. that, that is like, I can't even fathom. We didn't have near that much debt, but yeah. I cannot even fathom. But the fact that you did it is so inspiring and so encouraging to, you know, everyone because they're like, people are like, oh, I'll never pay off my debt. I have X, Y, Z amount. But literally you had 300, over 300,000. Yeah. There's not an excuse, you know, right? Yeah. So that's well, I mean, really cool. Yeah. When you sit, when you sit down and you look at it and when, you know, people are in different, you know, have different, everyone has a different number. They're looking at it. It's, it's overwhelming, right? Mm. It takes your breath away. But it's a snapshot in time. And, you know, throughout that 38 months, a lot of stuff happened. Um, you know, I was actually, when we started this, I was actually a high school business teacher teaching personal finance. And I actually taught Dave Ramsey's curriculum, uh, the foundations of personal finance. And um, we had our son in March of 2017. And I actually, well, we decided uh, that I'd stay home. So I became a stay at home dad throughout this, uh, probably almost halfway through this process. And my wife was the one who was out working. I never thought that that would happen. Uh, but it did. And our income actually went up by quite a bit. So, you know, where you are right now. So people are thinking about their stories and their, how much money are in, in debt they're looking at. It's a snapshot in time and just encouraging people that, things can change. And, you know, our kind of strategy was to focus on how do we increase our income so we can attack this debt more aggressively? Because I think that's a, um, you can get much more traction by approaching it from playing really good offense because you can only decrease your expenses by so much. Right. So our focus and my wife was in a job that was commissioned and we believed in her. She's the hardest worker that I know. And my job was to, you know, block and tackle at home so that we could set her up as best we could uh, to just crush her job. And she did. And she still does. So it was a lot of fun. That's I love that because you're right. A lot of times we look at decreasing expenses. And I think that to some capacity, that definitely is, you know, part mm -hmm. of it. But you're right. For the majority of people, at some point, you can only cut back so much. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the income, you know, the gap, that's, they always call it the wealth, you know, the wealth gap or whatever is between how much you spend and yeah. how much you earn. And if you can widen that gap, that's, yeah. that's the sweet spot. 100% right. Yep. So I love too, that you were a teacher. That's really, really cool. I just, I love teachers. I so respect teachers. Anybody who is a teacher, I'm like, God bless you because I <laughs> do not ever, like I could not. So, but that also goes to what you, what you said about, um, you know, she was getting, your wife was getting more income obviously because she was yeah. commission based and yep. you know at some point you're trading time for dollars and if you yes. could stay home with your kids that yep. would help probably save a ton of money actually because yeah. of childcare and all that sort of thing but yeah yeah and I actually I so I had uh, before I was a teacher I had 13 years of corporate business world wow. experience and uh, I just got to a point where 
I was so burned out, which is kind of a theme in, in my life and where I'm helping people now. But I got so burned out of, you know, chasing the corporate ladder, running to another job. And I had some success and it was making good money, but I was, it was completely empty. I was really, I had no fulfillment in what I was doing. And so we just kind of said, let's redesign this based on this theme of how do we find some more fulfillment? And I went back to school to get my teaching license. Um, and I taught high school business for two years, mostly juniors and seniors. So when you say, you know, teachers, God bless them. I say, if you're teaching kindergartners in grade school, <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, uh, that, that's a whole nother level of patience that I don't I don't know that I have. But yeah, I, I love it. I love juniors and seniors. What was interesting is I had a really impactful teacher when I was in high school. And uh, I think that that left quite a, a mark on me. And I wanted to do the same thing and be the same type of a teacher for others. And so I loved it. I still keep in touch with a lot of my my students, my kids. We, we went on a, a trip to Europe last year, an educational tour trip with about 15 of them. And I just had a blast. But I've been out of the teaching, teaching world for two years now. Yeah, you're right. Juniors and seniors are definitely different than yeah. kindergartners because yeah. I actually did teach kindergarten once at a, oh, um, a you Christian. Did? Yes, at a private like Christian school. And okay. I loved it, but I'm like, nope, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's cool because you talked about trying to find fulfillment. And I think yeah. that's really what it all comes down to is that we think you know, in part, and I know this isn't exactly where you were going with that, but I will just interject and say, in part, it, you know, we try to buy things sometimes or to, yeah. or we think if we, and I know we're talking about um, increasing your income and that is important, but, you know, people chase um, corporate jobs, like you, you mentioned, yep. thinking that um, gives fulfillment. And so you mentioned that you, uh, had burnout and now you're helping others through that. So can you talk a little bit yeah. about that? And then also a little bit more about like the fulfillment side of things and kind of really what you're breaking, what your real breaking point was there, because I think that's an interesting story and a lot of people probably can relate to that. Yeah. Well, uh, from a couple different angles, right? So, um, and, and even to be honest with you, Adrian, when we had done so 38 months doing this debt-free uh, journey, when we finished, we were honestly a little bit burned out of that because we had just a hyper focus. And this is a really good learning point for, for anyone. So, so put any, any different category of life into this to swap it out. But in finances, we had hyper focused on personal finances for 38 months hmm. and we reached our goal and we're like, I don't want to look at another budget for a few months. You know what I mean? We got mm -hmm. so burned out by and I don't think enough people talk about this but we had hyper focused on that one goal for so long that's all we really would talk about and you know think of the the wheels on a car and we put so much focus into one wheel you get a flat tire the car stops you, mm -hmm. know, you can't keep going so think about your life of spirituality you know uh, my wife and I are, are Christian that we're, we're people of faith and so spirituality finances health relationships, your career, you have to give energy to all categories. And so we were just putting so much focus into personal finance that we got pretty burned out from it. And so what I'm, what I'm doing now is helping people understand how to have the right balance in multiple different categories and not just one, because if you do that, you're going to get burned out. And so, you know, that's kind of one way that I do that. I do kind of some coaching with some people on that. But that was one of the biggest lessons that I learned 
Um, I did an Ironman last September. I trained for it for a year. After I finished it, I did not want to run anymore. I did not want to bike. I did not want to go into the pool. I burned out again. You just hyper-focus on one thing, and it just leads you to burnout. So trying to teach people how to navigate some balance in their life. And one of the more important things that I found is periods of intense focus must be followed by periods of refueling and recharging. And I think that's how we're created. I think that's how the earth is created. There's night, there's day, there's seasons. And we're, we're supposed to rest. And many people now are blurring that lines of work and rest. I mean, think about you come home from work, you've got your device, you're still working, you're still working on the weekend. So we aren't really honoring that, that rest period. So that's what I'm really trying to help people understand is how to manage and navigate through seasons in their life. I love that. And you're so right. I think sometimes, I mean, specifically for me, I'm either hyper-focused or I'm like not motivated at all, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I think a lot of people can relate to that because it's like, yeah. it's like, oh yeah. And then we're like, God, what, what is this? Like, what is life? Yeah. So yeah, it's I hard think... to, um, yeah. it's hard to like navigate that sometime, but you made such a good point that at the end of the day, we're all searching for fulfillment and yeah. as a Christian, of course, we gather a lot of our fulfillment from Christ, from God. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, not, of course, my audience mostly is Christians, but for those people who don't, who don't believe like we do and who don't have faith like we do, I can see how that could like literally kill people, you know, yeah. like being so overwhelmed and so frustrated about their life and their situation. And we know that God like is, has a lot of the answers for us, but we also know that we're human. I mean, even the Bible says that when Jesus was ministering, he like went away and rested, yeah. you know, and yeah, I, I he think retreated we that. Yes, yeah. He retreated. He, he retreated. Yeah. He, he left his disciples. He left everyone and he would go to the mountaintop or, or mm-hmm. go somewhere. And that's what I'm trying to help people understand. And retreating doesn't look like going to Mexico at an all-inclusive <laughs> resort and overindulging on food and drink. I mean, you, and I, you know, I've done that too, but I come back and I'm like, oh, I need a vacation from that vacation. But I'm talking about like, how do you get into solitude? How do you get among some uh, other, you know, like-minded people who are learning and growing? And then having some adventure, I think, being outside, being in nature. And so that's another area where I, I help people as well is kind of through some retreats. But, um, yeah, you're right. Jesus retreated. He did it all the time. He filled up his cup and he had to get away. And people under, have to understand that's so important to do. That's right. Um, I actually would like for you to talk a little bit about how you you just alluded to it a little bit, but you talked about retreating that like you do actual retreats, Yeah. also kind of how you navigate that situation and maybe some tips for the audience on how they can kind of retreat in their own lives. Yeah. Um, I I think how you could, well, so first of all, kind of, you know, what I've, what I'm doing is I've got what's called the reaching beyond experience, which is I'm taking people and I'm in Minneapolis area. So I'm kind of taking, uh, the Minneapolis people in my network, in my market. And we're going up to the North shore, which is about a, a two and a half hour drive North along the big lake, like Lake Superior. And um, we're doing two nights, two days. And I've uh, curated an experience that revolves around a couple different, really key principles. Uh, number one would be connecting with other like-minded people to really grow, 
to really learn from each other, to tap into a collective mind. And then introducing just some adventure, some fun, some play. Um, and I don't want to give, I have a couple secrets that I have uh, within the itinerary, but that's a part of it, just being outside and having some fun. And then the third part is you're going to get some clarity. So I want to get and help people understand clarity for their next season of life. What does that look like? What's the kind of a recast of your goal? How can I help? Uh, and then the a last part is solitude. I think it's really important to be quiet, to be still, um, to pray, to really listen to, um, you know, again, if you're Christian, to listen to what the spirit is trying to tell you to do and wants you to do. So that's, that's kind of the, the, the retreat essence. And I'll, I'll do three of those a year, but how I think anyone could plug into that is finding a space. And it doesn't, I mean, Adrian, it doesn't have to be a two and a half hour drive away. It could be a two minute walk away from your house, but find a space where you can be quiet, find a space that really inspires you. So I got, I kind of go to a little arboretum here in the, the city's area and it's like 15 minute drive, but it's just nature. And I just walk and I just, I'm quiet. I take a journal and a pen with me and I just write. I just, I just listen and I write and I just become inspired. And I, I just think, and I think that's really important to do. And I don't, you know, the frequency of that could maybe be, you know, I don't, you could probably do that over a lunch hour once a week or every other week or something like that. Uh, but I think that's really important. Uh, that anyone could do. I mean, even daily, there's rituals that I do uh, that I could also share as well, if you'd like me to. But there's there's things that could be done daily, weekly, and then I'd probably say quarterly as well. I love that. I would actually like for you to share your yeah. um, your techniques, your ritual, yeah, your sure. method. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So my daily rituals, um, I think the first thing is really having a solid and there's a lot of different people that teach this so I'll keep it high level but having a really solid morning routine and I mean think about it I the, how I used to live my life if I go back five years ago when I got burned out corporate and maybe people can put themselves into this space because maybe they're there too I would hit snooze on my alarm I don't even know four five times until I absolutely had to get up sprint to get my clothes on they're probably not even ironed. They're wrinkled, but it doesn't matter. I don't have time now. And I cannot, I grab a cup of coffee, no food, and I'm you know, out the door speeding to work. And then I get to work maybe right on time. So the goal of having a solid morning routine is to not start your day stressed. So even if that just means waking up 20 minutes earlier and having some sort of ritual that you do, what I do is I, I do gratitude right away. What was something I'm grateful for? And then I pray. I read, read the Bible as well. And so that's kind of my morning routine. Um, depending on the day, if I can have some extra time, I might hit a spin class or get some sort of a, a 10, 15 minute hit workout in my basement, or maybe I'm walking our dog. I know you have a dog too. <laughs> so the nice, it's, you know, uh, the nice part about having a dog is they force you to get outside, right? You got to get sure. some some exercise in that. That's what I keep telling myself. Um, but I think a really good principle too throughout the workday is if you've got 60 minutes of work behind a screen, walk away for five minutes, get your eyeballs off of a screen and get your body moving even just a little bit. I think that's really important to, to do that. I think that people can easily implement. Um, you know, I think another thing that, that could be done 
is um, there's a quote by Eric Hoffer, and I just wanted to find it, and I and I found it. So if you can in, indulge me for a second, yeah. No, no matter what our achievements might be, we think well of ourselves only in rare moments. We need people to bear witness against our inner judge, who keeps book on our shortcomings and transgressions. We need people to convince us that we are not as bad as we think we are. End quote. So if if that's how people are. If that's what people are thinking in their mind, I try and make it a goal within my day to think about that and think about one person that I could somehow lift up, whether it's just a smile, just a text that says, hey, I was thinking about you. How are you doing? It can be really simple, but it takes the focus off of me and it puts the focus on how can I love others, serve others, add some value to other people. I love that. So, I mean, those are a couple of things. I think usually at night I... And my wife is great at this. Uh, we, we try and take 20 minutes maybe and just set up our next day tomorrow for success. And so for her, she has a juicer. She juices celery every night. She gets it all ready. She has the coffee all ready to go and, and kind of does a little to-do list. And, and that's really important so that, again, I don't want to start my day stressed out running around because that's setting the tone for the entire day. So right. those are a couple of the rituals that I do and uh, my wife and I do. I love that. And the reason I ask you to talk about all that is because people are like, Adrian, this is a, this is a finance podcast. Why is he talking about, (laughs) but because it all goes together. We are not separate from any part of our, our lives. And like, that sounds stupid, but I think we think we have a work life, we have a home life and like we do, but also we are our whole selves everywhere you know we can't really compartmentalize ourselves like like that i mean we can you get what i'm saying but we are our whole selves essentially everywhere that we go and again it all goes back to fulfillment and finding fulfillment at work and at home and in paying off debt and in our finances and in our budget Mm -hmm. and all of it's holistic and starting, and of course, with our walks with God, and that goes without saying, you know, when that is at the center, and also, again, being intentional yeah. about our mornings and having a morning routine, you know, a lot of money is habits. A lot of anything is yep. habit and behavior. Mm-hmm. And I just read The Power of Habit, which is an incredible book if anyone has not read it yet. But it brings a lot of insight into just about everything in our lives, you know. And so I, that's why I asked you to kind of talk about that, because I think it's so important, you know, once you start getting things in order and lining things up, kind of how, you know, you, you want your day to go. It just, it, you're right. It sets you up for success. Yeah. And I love that. So well, let's this, circle. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's the same muscle. So you're building a habit and you're building muscle for uh, a morning routine, that habit, and that might take 60 some days to do, but you, you're building the muscle of, of of consistency and discipline and that can be used in any category of your life it doesn't matter yeah we don't we don't live in silos like that absolutely you are so right i love that so let's circle back a little bit i kind of forgot to ask what even prompted you guys other than i think you mentioned your you know being unfulfilled and feeling like you were just running in the rat race you know corporate job from corporate job so what really prompted your wanting to pay off all your debt other than maybe dave ramsey because of school um and that so this is something that everyone that's listening should do and take away i haven't heard anyone else ever talk about it but <clears throat> what I like to do at the end of the year between Christmas and New Year is kind of just 
look at the year. Uh, how do we do compared to our goals and then write new goals? And for whatever reason, this, this, it was in between 2015 and 16, I had, I looked at our finances and I was just kind of keeping track of net worth and things like that. And then I decided, you know what, I wonder how much money I've made in my lifetime. Cause I heard someone say, you can go to the social security website, www.socialsecurity.gov, I think.gov. And you can see so you drop in your social security number, obviously. And it will list out your life to date earnings. Did you know that? I think I did know that, but okay. mostly on the end of like, I know you can figure out um, what your social security is, you know, expected yeah. to be if we, yeah. you know, who knows if we'll even, I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, they project it. Yeah. They give you a projection and whether or not, you know, who knows, but right. they also will tell you how it's based on how much you've paid in. So you can look at that. And so I found it. I was like, oh, I have made a pretty good amount of money and I'm looking around and we have got a massive negative net worth number. Mm. I'm pretty, I'm pretty upset. You know, again, as a Christian, we believe that we're stewarding God's money. I'm doing a really bad job of stewarding God's money. And if I want a different future, God's looking down on me and saying, well, you haven't really managed what I've given you. Why should I give you something else or something more mm -hmm. and so i was curious i'm like hey lois I kind of yelled to her uh she's in a different room i said hey what's your social security number and she's kind of like uh why <laughs> i said just you know just trust me you know and so i plugged in her number and she basically had the same thing and i was like oh we've made all this you know whatever that number might be and we've got nothing to show for it this is embarrassing i'm frustrated i'm angry and i'm shamed and then i is like okay well if we want to do something different, we need to get ourselves on a different uh, plan, do something else. So I remembered that a couple of years back, I had read Dave Ramsey's book and um, I was like, we're doing the Dave Ramsey program. And then actually, so then that year I wrote a grant and I brought Dave Ramsey's curriculum into the school because wow. I got accepted for it and it paid for the, the program. So yeah, it was, it was a radical change as soon as I got, you know, and my wife and I both did, we got really frustrated with, how we were stewarding God's money and we wanted to do it a different way. So that was it. That was the, so everyone who's listening, go do that, go check it out. If you need to manufacture that emotion, because mm -hmm. I think as humans, we don't really make a change until we have to make a change. And this can help you get to the point where like, okay, I'm doing something different. I, that is a great tip. Everyone needs yeah. to do that right now. I'm going to do that as soon as I get off of this, yeah. because I yeah. haven't ever actually looked to see, I, I think I knew it was like a thing, but I never yeah. <laughs> actually have done it. That is a great way. And then look at all these other things you've done. Like, again, we circled back, but, you know, we always start, of course, with like our money story on this show. But then look at all those things you have done after that, that have all just kind of like aligned yeah. with, again, the habits and the routines and not feeling burnt out and or you know yeah. not not choosing to live burnt out anymore because you're yeah. like life is can be different yeah um i think that's really 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 stinking cool is Thanks. there anything else you wanted to share with the audience uh, um well you know i think people hear our story sometimes and they look at the numbers and they kind of um you know just, it's funny, we had posted on Instagram that, you know, our debt-free thing and Dave Ramsey's account, I highly, I don't think he runs that Instagram account, but he had reposted it. And I was just, I was shocked at the amount of people that had criticized it. 
uh, immediately assuming that, oh, you know, it must be doctors. It must be this. It must be yada, 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 yada. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? I, but then some people were like, I'm so inspired by you guys. Thank you for sharing. So it is amazing to me that the same message, one person can hate it and, and criticize you for it. His people are inspired by it. And so we all kind of see the world through our lenses. And so if someone's, I don't, you know, just to encourage people wherever you are, um, continue to share what you're going through because you're inspiring some people and you cannot control how some will respond to it. And, you know, if that can give another piece of encouragement, our goal was how do we, how do we double our income in five years? And this process wasn't five years for us, but, you know, we, we pretty much did it. Uh, and we did it when when I actually stayed home. And I think that when we started to figure things out and we started to do things with some discipline and some consistency, I think that, you know, I think that God blesses yeah. that. And we were totally blessed through this process. And so that's another piece of encouragement. I people. love that. And you're absolutely right. I said it on a, an episode probably last week or I don't know when I said it, but I said essentially the same thing that God blesses us when we're making uh, the right steps in the right direction. And maybe we don't have it all right, yeah. but we're working toward making it right. And it's so funny that yep. you said, literally, I quit my job and we wanted to double our income. It's just so cool <laughs> that like the math yeah. doesn't always make sense with God, you know, like he yeah. it doesn't it, because like when we give, sometimes we get more in return and it doesn't make sense to the average yeah. person, but we know because we walk by faith that you reap what you sow. And if you're being intentional and trying to follow God and do the right things that he does bless us. And that's really, really encouraging. This yeah, has totally been great. awesome. Kyle, please tell everybody where they can find you at. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty active on social media. I like to engage with people. And so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, just Kyle Depius. Um, no one ever says my last name correctly, so I'm sure maybe you yes, can spell I'll it link out. It in the show notes. I'll link it all okay. in the show notes. I got it. I have a website too. So website, Facebook, Instagram, I'd love to hear from you and um, I would engage you and I, w- I will cheer you guys on as well as you're going through this process. Absolutely. We're all in the hashtag debt-free community cult. I'm just That's kidding. right. Yeah. It's actually yeah. just debt-free community, guys. Don't add the cult. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kyle, thank yeah. you so much for being on the Faith and Finance yeah. podcast. It's yeah. my pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, Adrian. Okay, so. I sincerely hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode and hearing Kyle's story. I have linked his website and his Instagram page in the show notes. So please go follow him and go check him out. And as always, if you would like to reach out to me, you can find me on faithinfinance.org or on Instagram at faith.in.finance or on Facebook under Faith and Finance. Thank you guys so much again for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, keep the faith, my friends.